Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Well, it's that time again, you guys. This is Customer States, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. And we also do this from time to time. Let's crack them. Crack them. Yes. Did you hear all those cracks? That was there were multiple cracks. Even, even Bean is concerned. Mm-hmm. Awful. Oh, the cracks. Pod Poochie is here for us. Hi, Beans. It's okay, buddy. So, what's up, guys? This is Ali Paul. I have been in the warranty, automotive warranty, paperwork, all that stuff. You know, hey, it's Halloween. I've had a couple. Anyways, happy Halloweeny. Happy Halloweeny. Boobies. Bamboo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, to my left is the handsome, wonderful, talented Jacob Rikers. Two of those are lies. Um, (laughs) Everybody, it's Jake again, back with another episode of Customer States. I have been in the automotive field for three years professionally, but been turning wrenches since I was little. And to my left, man that needs no introduction, Mike. What, the man who's the wearing sweet a Jesus. very <laughs> hat. A different hat today. Um, so my name is Mike Sarah. Um, I am the senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician, and the wearer of many hats, including this new one today for the Halloween episode, the Halloween mm. special spectacular. Um, <laughs> we Ooh, said that we were going to do it. Spectacular. We're all dressed this up in costumes. Oh yeah, I'm Jake from State Farm. Go figure. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do a, a, a costume show uh, later on down the line for those, those do lucky a enough. Introduction after the regular introduction. Oh, oh there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah that's that works. Very good. Um, and um, to my left is Nastasia. Hi, I'm Nastasia. I've been in the automotive industry for 10 years, but I've been at a dealership level for almost five. And to my left is Sam. Hello, everyone. Ooh, um, my name is Allie is so excited. Yes. Sam, the one that we've always talked about and threatened to Calling me out. bring the on the famous. podcast. Sam. Yes, she is here, a fellow Yay. warranty administrator. Yay. Um, I've been administrating warranties for about five years now. Do you want me to call the police? (laughs) (laughs) Help. And to my left is Mr. Eric. Oh, hi, Mr. (laughs) So official. Hi, it's me. That was my father. Uh, What? (laughs) I do have a dad look going on today, definitely. Um, Eric Montenegro here. I've been in the automotive industry my whole life. Uh, just officially at the dealer though for almost four years, mm-hmm. fixing broken engines. Um, I think that was it. There. Yeah, I'm the last yeah, one today. It's, it's a pretty good introduction. Right. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, yeah, that was good so, work. 
So exactly. let's go around one more time. I'm Allie Paul, the warranty wizard. She's literally. So if you're watching yes. on YouTube, yep. which that is YouTube. It's, it's currently happening right customer now. States dot, dot, dot. The tubes podcast. of the U. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Customer State Podcast, yes. yes. And I'm Jake, and I'm Jake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm Mike, and I am a cowboy, um, a la maybe perhaps Aaron. Yes. yes. Or, or Wayne. Or like, Wayne. That's what I was really going for, but I don't think I'm that tough. So. Definitely Wayne. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> I am not the toughest guy in Letterkenny by far, so, uh, but maybe runner up. What are so. they talking about? Don't worry about it. We'll show you later. Okay. It's an amazing show. Wait. You should learn. Educate yourself. <laughs> I'm uneducated. I'll show you. Okay. Nastasia. And I'm Nastasia, a.k.a. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am a skeleton this year for Halloween. I match my uh, toddler this year. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Matching outfits with mommy. Exactly. That's cute. Yeah. You're all bones. I am. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. I was going to be like, you're all skin and bones. Eat a sandwich. Say, I was going to say skin, but she's Sans no skin. Scandwich. Skin. <laughs> Jeez. I, uh, I'm Alan and Carlos from uh, The Hangover. So, so good. Got, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. You mean shenanigans? He, you'll, you'll be shaving real soon. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> Makes you want a hot dog real bad. I want to do it. Makes you want a hot dog real bad. That's pretty good. Okay, so we're going to start off this episode with some listener mail from Jeff. And so he sent in a actual picture copy of an RO and the concern here, line number three, is um, drivability concern and or check engine light give details. And so it says customer states vehicle slips on Excel, but <laughs> it is crossed out underneath. Excel is handwritten. So it actually says customer states vehicle slips on Pornhub. I'm a stop in sputters <laughs> <laughs> on acceleration. Check engine light is on. Oops. <laughs> so, um, yeah, someone copy and pasted something from their search bar. Maybe what do you do? You have theories, thoughts? <laughs> I, what Eric said is probably what happened. Yeah. They're using the talk, talk to text feature on the yep. iPad or whatever. Oh God, okay. The beard's so got to come off. I'm selling Take it off. Yeah. But you know what? I like to pretend that maybe somewhere somebody oh, was actually writing a repeller like that. Now you, it looks like you got a you, wicked set oh, of hair right now. Oh my God. You look like, um, who's Napoleon dynamite's friend that shaves off all of his hair. Pedro? Pedro. Pedro. It's like the same hair Pedro <laughs> had. Pedro. <laughs> Never seen that movie either. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. We are having a movie night. We are having a movie night. I'm going to like get a projector from Kevin's place. Also have, have never seen what you're wearing. Pits. You haven't seen You've The Hangover? Seen the hangover? Nope. Oh, no. No. For, uh, for the next episode of Poll, what's your favorite movie? Okay. Uh, I'll. You'll have to remind me to write that I down. Will. I don't have my thing in front of me. No problem. I will. My cousin Vinny. That's another good oh, one. That's a good one. The youths. Yeah. Youths. Sorry. Youths. Sorry, your honor. Youths. <laughs> my biological clock is ticking like this. Um, my cousin Vinny has a very like technical savvy mm -hmm. lady oh on my it. God. So Marissa you should Tomei. watch that. Yep. Marissa Tomei. That's right. Mm -hmm. That scene in the courthouse was everything. Oh yep. My God. I, I just can't get over this. 
the, the whole porn the porn, uh, the porn yeah. <laughs> well so i had written to jeff after he sent this in and i said oh my god that's horrible my service manager would have had me like ha- had the, the supervisor rewrite the repair order the service manager wrote the repair order oh <gasps> my no. god dun, dun, dun. yeah wow that's awful yeah it mike was, it was i really like that customer states uh Hashtag sell the bell you have over there. Ooh. Oh, you mean this, this one? <laughs> fancy custom orange and black hashtag sell the bell, specially made for the Halloween, Halloween episode. Yes. Now the monster man. Yes. <laughs> oh. Can only do a couple of seconds, trademarks and That's shit. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. What, what, what? I can't we can sing. Always finish I'm this sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we have uh, some interesting new. Uh, accoutrements again to use that mm-hmm. word for the new episode we got the orange hashtag sell bell we got pumpkins we got pumpkins there's three pumpkins, pumpkins. let me know if you can find them pumpkins <laughs> let me know if you can find them <laughs> it's like, where's waldo yeah <laughs> oh man that's good so yeah. halloween is my favorite holiday so we have to we had to do it up I pushed it. I pushed that we all dress up. When you brought it up, sure. when you brought it up in You're the episode, pusher. that was news to me. Mm-hmm. I was I was shocked and Surprise. somewhat yeah, somewhat excited about it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great idea. And look at us now. Yeah. This is amazing. This is great. So now we have to do uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and Ramadan. <laughs> and Ramadan. New Year's. Oh, New Year's. Festivus. Oh, for the rest of us. us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be a thing. What is that pole called? It's like the pole of shame or something. And they all stand around it and tell something. No, no, no. It's from Festivus. It's from Festivus. That's part of the holiday. You all stand around it and tell you air your grievances. Oh, this is a thing. I thought it was a word. It's from Seinfeld. No, it's from Seinfeld. I'm I'm in the middle. I'm I'm in the middle of, of, the seasons that just came out on uh, the streaming channel. So mm. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Gotcha. We'll add that to the queue of things we need to watch. So mm. we have a long list. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Laundry list. So starting with the whiteboard, does anybody here have paranormal car activity? Mm. Anything that's happened spooky to you while working on a car? Mm. I've had some stuff. Does anybody else have anything? I I don't. Well, I don't work on cars, so <laughs> I haven't had cars. anything. Have you been spooky? in a car that did anything spooky? spooky. So we had. An, yes, well, I was in a Ford that actually ran. <gasps> <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Well, You're that clearly bitch. means know, one of dude, us made on. it run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, you know, it's either going to be making fun of Ford or Lexus. Your choice. <gasps> Make fun of Lexus. No. Make fun of Lexus. The the fancy Toyota. Ford and a Lexus, please. Thank you. Thank you. You can come back anytime you want. Okay. Get off my sofa. It's not yours, Mike. I'm sorry. (laughs) Was that expensive piece? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know what? I've had it a couple of times actually. Cars. mm, It's the worst when I'm under the hood and I'm working, and the alarm goes off because I forgot to unlock it. Oh yeah. Right yeah, in your face. And of course I scream like a little girl. That's not you. Remember we said oh, who right. that other person is that this, burps. Nastasia has dubbed like every time I scream or she burps, there's this little girl that's running through the shop wreaking havoc. So every time one of us does that, she's like, where's that little girl at? That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of spooky. Yeah. yeah, that is kind of spooky, actually. Well, Eric is very easily startled. So when I walk over to him now, I have to start clapping my hands when I'm like 12 feet away from the stall. <laughs> you really shouldn't have told me that. Now I'm going to come over and 
in your stall and I'm going to scare you. Well, Don't if, we're talking about, time. if we're talking about getting scared, I scared myself the other day. How? Oh. So I was trying to hide from one of our other coworkers behind the park <laughs> wash machine. That was hilarious. I saw that. And I can see him in the reflection of the car. So then I started looking at myself. I'm like, oh, I can see myself, see myself. And I'm waiting for him to come around the corner, not paying attention. He came around the corner and I went, ah! He scared me while I was trying to scare him. And then your scream scared him. Domino effect. I saw the whole thing happen. It was great. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I've got two techs who do something similar to that. It's like when somebody's not around, they'll hide in the backseat of a car that they're working on. When they get in and they'll sit there for you know, good three, four minutes, let them get comfortable and then scream and jump out the windshield. I took that as far as going on the road test and we were up on the freeway about five miles away from the shop and then jumped out and said, boo. And they're like, oh. and then they crashed the car. They're a ghost now. <laughs> That's like that story we were reading last week, the listener mail with the customers that were in the back of the van. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how we live here. <laughs> we live here. Or like the homeless lady that asked me if she can live in the car while I work on it. Oh my God, that's right. Is she doing okay, by the way? We didn't have a final update. Is that vehicle, that vehicle's all good and gone? So, surprise, surprise, I happened to fix the car properly the first time. Good job. And the car is gone. However, before the customer left, she gave us quite an earful and told us how we weren't appreciative and we didn't treat her fairly what? and we didn't give her a free oil change what? and if the car took too long and she doesn't understand the car was under warranty and why she has to do with all that and that we need mental help because we told her one thing and we did something else and and we're we're the ones that are in trouble that that you know really need counseling and like to see a therapist ma'am you live in a van down by the after river. giving her a vehicle and wow which she free. is still convinced that she paid for which she didn't pay a freaking dime and oh, because she had to put fuel in and it, so she's gonna she, she wanted an oil change for free get out of here and she wanted us to fix her broken tie rod <sighs> and yeah just you know i mean you want to try and help everybody and you can help a lot of people but you can't help everybody every single time there no. are some people that just either a won't appreciate it or b are beyond your help or they right. take advantage of it i mean yeah. i don't think that she did it maliciously i just don't think that she's all there it well, yes, but like in tune with the reality and the gravity of the subject and what's happening with her vehicle and her responsibilities as an owner and as a parent and as a human being and things like that. So this has been my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Mike TED talk. Mike's TED talk. Yeah. So uh, a, a fun light thing, unless anybody has anything to continue with paranormal. Oh, my, oh, my oh, paranormal yeah. stories. You have paranormal, yeah. and I have I paranormal. Have paranormal. Oh, no one I, said I paranormal. I interrupted Allie. I completely glossed over that. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, so, uh, Allie, do you want to start with your paranormal activities? Yeah, so Please. there has been... so. A lot of the time, you know, all the office staff works upstairs. So downstairs is the sales, um, the showroom and the service office and all of that. So when you get late at night or early in the morning, there's a lot of people that aren't there. So you're opening and opening, it's just yeah. us, you know, there's, there's maybe one or two people upstairs and it's an old building. You hear noises. Mm -hmm. And my coworker swears that she heard someone whispering her name, Emma, Emma, oh over God. and over again upstairs. Oh, I just and got I mean, chills. Look at my arm. <laughs> <laughs> 
she swears she heard it. And, you know, um, so our business is run by the sons of the first owner, Murray, Mm -hmm. who ran the business. And um, everyone swears that Murray haunts the place, but not in a bad way, but not in a bad way. Cause apparently it was an amazing, but he haunted like in a happy manner. So (laughs) a gay manner. He just likes to hang around. Yeah. That's fabulous. (laughs) He's a haunt. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So yeah, that's my, my scary. I also get scared. I am very, very easily startled. Yeah. She's a blast. I've almost fallen backwards down the stairs. (gasps) Because one of my coworkers said like, when you go upstairs, there's, we all know how to go upstairs first. Wait, do you put one foot in front of the other? I like to sit on my butt and then push myself up. (laughs) Like a lot of work. Um, but he jumped from the top landing to the middle landing and I was coming up to the middle landing and he jumped down and it scared the fucking shit out of me. I wow. My, my office manager was so mad. Cause she was like, if I have to claim workers comp on you. <laughs> Cause you tumbled down a flight of stairs, right. broke your neck. Mm. Mikey boy. I'd get a vacation. So, yeah. um, the only way we get vacations, yeah, right? I pray for somebody to hit me on the lot. <laughs> Jake's going to be out for a week. He got a paper cut. <laughs> um, Actually, who, who? sorry to interrupt, but who's the guy who says all I do is swivel in my chair? <laughs> I, I'll, hurt, I'll hurt myself oiling my chair. That's, oh, that's, that's right. Terry. Terry, that thank Terry. you. <laughs> Fucking Terry. Um, was that Terry or Brady? I think. Oh, shit. I thought it was Terry. I think it's Terry. I think it was Terry, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so as far as my paranormal experiences and vehicles, uh, we'll get vehicles that'll come in and the customer's concern is like the volume will turn itself, you know, up or all, you know, all the way up or all the way down. And like the controls get stuck or like the AC will turn on randomly and things like that. And no, it's not auto AC. It's like, there's something wrong with the module that controls that stuff. But you know, you could perceive that as being, uh, your vehicle is haunted and all of a sudden the radio defaults to, you know, some AM station at full blast. Yes, Hallie. Oh, we have. <laughs> You're when, talking about SSPB yeah. six. Well, what? when the yeah, so we it's have. Called, it's called SSPB six or Special Service Program B six. It's one of the campaign names. The, oh, the actual okay. terminology is these screens will make their own decisions, and they call it ghosting. Ghosting. Oh, like See, a how appropriate. Yep, like ghosts are controlling the the radio. Well, that's exactly what it's like. Nice. Yeah, because all of a sudden, it'll, like the screen will just do whatever the hell it wants. And we're not talking about like blue screens or black screens or right. something like that. No, it's just like, making it uh, like it's changing from screen changing to screen. screen, screen. Yeah. Yeah. Wigging yeah. out. What about you, Sam or Anastasia? And the spookies. I haven't had any personal experiences with paranormal cars. Um, what about in general? What about in, in life? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, goodness. The house I'm staying in now is fairly old and um both the owners had passed away recently bless their hearts but um in the house not in the house oh good um but recently the fire alarm started going off randomly the carbon monoxide warnings start going off and (laughs) there's no fire there's no carbon monoxide we had the gas company come out and check nothing's leaking um and then we've at nighttime my husband works the night shift. So I feel like I hear him coming in. I hear the door close. 
I hear keys being set down and I go out there and no one's there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> time to move. What's going on here? <laughs> holy water. Yeah. Yeah. Lots, of, move. lots of holy That's exactly water. exactly what I was going to say. Time to move. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. the boxed wine from 7-Eleven. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> a big old box of gallo. That's it. Franzia. Franzia. Strawberry fields. <laughs> no, it's isn't it Sutter Home or whatever the Sutter cheapest? Home. Sutter, Sutter Home, Gallo, yeah. all of those. I like my Yosemite Road. Yosemite I've Road. Another cheap one I've never heard of. We've all You're heard welcome. of Charles Shaw. Oh, two buck Chuck? Yep. Oh, yeah. Which but is now two, two and a half buck Chuck. Is it really? Did mm-hmm. they raise their prices? Yes, they did. Wow. Quite a while ago. That's like a whole new saying I have to learn. Two and a half buck chick. Nastasia? You got anything crazy? Even if it's personal Mm. paranormal. Do you believe in ghosts? That is a good question. I do, given things that have happened at home, like my hometown where I'm from, like situations like Sam where you hear and see, or not see, but like we've had our keys go missing. We've had tons of stuff, doors open, doors close, things go missing. But I think the person that spooks me the most would be my mom. Every time I've tried to watch scary movies, she torments me in some sort of way. So that's why I don't do scary things or scary movies. Does she like you're watching the movie and you're like in an intense moment and she goes, oh, or whatever. No, I'll try and summarize this as fast as possible. First scary movie. I remember first scary movie I walked by them watching was The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, I wasn't even watching it. I was watching my own movie upstairs. She after the movie's over, was like, hey, do you remember that part that you saw when you came downstairs? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that was the hill right here. They used our property to film the movie. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, no, to the point where she had me totally convinced and we had two houses. So I made us pack up our stuff from one house and go stay at the other house. <laughs> Next scary movie was Annabelle. I was oh, in high school. Yeah. I was a senior in high school. So Tough. I was with my boyfriend and my best friend and we were like sitting there in the theater I get home and my mom has my room decorated with dolls all over my entire room. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Then I moved out and I was on my own. And my grandma was telling me about the movie, The Fourth Kind. Mm -hmm. So I watched the first like three minutes of it and was like, nope. Then they started sending me care packages with owls. (laughs) So to get them back, I have an owl tattoo on my back. So now I'm like, you guys can't scare me anymore because I have an owl on my back. Speaking about The Hills Have Eyes, that's based on a real family. Do you know that the first time that I saw that movie... I was camping in the desert with my buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my and God. the desert that we were in, where our campsite was, uh-huh. we were backed up <laughs> towards the hills. <laughs> oh, of course. My God. Yeah. Why would it eyes? be played out? In it? Well, oh I don't know because really? it wasn't outside. <laughs> but well, <laughs> God. That was like when we drove through the Mojave, speaking about desert hills and owls. That was like that one giant owl that just randomly decided to land right next to us. Oh, yeah. And started hooting. I'm like, oh, I'm shit in my pants because I'm half asleep and just a giant owl's right. Oh, well, was it by the tent? Right by the, the yeah. Right by the tent. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a cool name for a band. What? Desert Hills and Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just had a nice ring to it when you said All right. it. We'll have a different segment for that in the future. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we pull back for a second and let you and Sam finally do your warranty admin talk? Yay. Oh my goodness, oh there my is God. long time coming. And everybody, because uh, we are mostly technicians and service advisors, well, all technicians and service advisors here. If anybody wants to jump in, go ahead and jump in. But I am excited to hear this conversation. This is going to be a long conversation. I got to go to the restroom now. Did we <laughs> did we say that Nastasia is a tech? We've yes. talked about her before. 
Yeah. She said right? that. Not in this when, episode. Yeah, when she, she said introduced. She was in the automotive industry, oh, but I don't but think I she said she was a tech. Oh. Yeah, Anastasia. So I just wanted to make that clear that she's not a paper pusher like me and she's Sam. A big badass <laughs> diesel tech. Yeah, diesel. prefers diesel. Yep, I do heavy line diesel, but mainly only, pretty much only diesel. Yeah, okay. Which I hate diesel. Oh, I'll take it all. She can have it all. <laughs> yeah, well, I bet you will. Um, oh my god <laughs> sorry no you're not ring the bell <laughs> ring the bell <laughs> i was looking for the phrasing one but that's too, too many here hold on uh phrasing <laughs> that's close enough thank yeah. you jake you're welcome uh sam and yes. um ali so wait did you just jump into warranty or did you work in the industry before that yeah so my first well, okay, so I was a cashier first. I answered phones, so I was a receptionist, cashier. And then um, I was also working at a deli, so I was working at the deli full-time and then part-time as the cashier, receptionist. And then one day, the service manager for Volkswagen said, hey, um, our warranty person left. Do you want to do, do this? Do you want to try it? It's like I've never worked in an office before. But it worked out really well. I mean, um, I actually did get a good amount of training, which a lot of people like. I don't feel like Jake really got any training when he started being a service man no, writer. They They're just like, thrown okay, to the wolves. Figure it out. Severely yeah. thrown to the wolves. So I was doing that for maybe six months to a year before I started doing warranty. Mm -hmm. And then they had an outside service come in and teach me for about three weeks how to warranty. So did you get any formal training like for warranty? I would say my story is similar to yours. I was the receptionist first. Mm -hmm. And then um, about six months after that, then the service manager came to me and was offered me the opportunity to become the warranty admin. And I had someone come and train me at about. Do not come. Sorry, somebody had to say it. I'm going to go. <laughs> I had about 12 days of training. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it was kind of. Go for it. On your own. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of training to do. There's a lot to know. Like I always tell people like when they don't know what um, what you do as a warranty administrator, that it's very similar to like um, medical billing. Yeah. Insurance. Yeah, or insurance. Lots of coding and. Um, I think it's just learning the warranty and policy manual is what, you know, which changes constantly. So you need to. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> because that policy sets you up for all kinds of roundabouts and, you know, part of the policy will say, oh, well, you're supposed to do it this way. And the other part of the policy might even contradict itself in yeah, one way or another. Yeah. Clear as mud. I like, like that. that. One. Yeah, that's good. Oh. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, I got thrown in with the 12 days of training and that kind of tied into, I think, my first claim being denied, which was a huge engine claim. It was about. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was about ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. That was your first claim you ever did? It was. I was about two weeks in. Oh, my God. And it was my first engine claim I had ever done. And it got denied and I was just, I think I was crying, trying, because it was a service part warranty. So I was trying to figure out some way around it. Did I make a mistake? But the advisor at that time coded it to the wrong part. So it wasn't covered even to begin with. 
Oh no. Yeah, so it was just yeah. Oh no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it was dead in the water from the beginning. And that that really sets you up like you think it's you because totally. you know, as a warranty administrator, like there's only so much technical knowledge that you have. Like you have a lot of resources, like I have my shop foreman, you have Mike and Nastasia even, you know, that you can um bounce ideas like, hey, is this right? Like are there really supposed to be 16 bolts for when you take off this subframe? What about one-time use parts? You missing? Uh, you're missing about mm. 20 pieces of hardware if you're taking off the subframe. <laughs> There's 36 pieces of hardware. Yeah. <laughs> one-time use parts. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> yep. You see the new EFC that came out? Which one? About one-time use parts. I did. That is so cool. I'm so excited. How they're not gonna I'm kick kidding. claims for not using yes. specific one-time use parts? So Ford Go came on. out and was basically like, wow, well, we realize that we're being super hard on you guys. And what we're asking you is an unattainable level of excellence. And so we're not going to ding you for every little tiny one-time use nut that comes off of some stupid connector that doesn't need to be replaced for one time. Or you didn't charge out, you know, anti-seize grease. We're going to kick the claim now. You know, little things like that. Yeah. So, I mean. So a company actually took a second and realized that maybe they should give a crap. Well, you still have to do your job and make sure that you repair the car effectively and safely according to the manufacturer's policies and procedures. However, Ford isn't going to ding you. Like I've always been told that if you, you know, if you do an engine or something on a car <clears throat> and for whatever reason in, you know, a year and a half, that engine has a problem and you bring it back in and it's covered under warranty. That's all good and well. But if you forgot to, you know, if you only charged out, you know, uh, 16, uh, exhaust manifold uh, nuts right. and, and it and it takes 18 exhaust manifold nuts or whatever you're fucked you know so I mean they were being super stringent on that and that was just unreasonable unreasonable so, so going off of that we had a huge repair that had like um, an intake manifold it had a heater core it was like a huge huge repair and we didn't put enough coolant oh, on I the repair for all the flushes that had to be done I when you were this. this is for Volkswagen mm-hmm. And so um, part of that was parts department had the parts in their mind. It's supposed it's done in gallons, but the parts that they charged out were the the warranty part number is in liters. So even though they replaced (laughs) the correct amount of what they thought was they they put the number they didn't convert from gallons to liters. What the fuck is a kilometer? (laughs) We had to get the customer back in. And put the the extra coolant back in the car. S- have the customer sign off, like, "Hey guys, we fucked up. Sorry," mm-hmm. and then send the car on its way. That is insane. Asinine. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, um, they did it a second time on the correction repair. They did it again, and so I was able to call Volkswagen and be like. I'm so sorry, but these, <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. I do. I do want to You're say in it. A safe spot. You are You're in a safe, safe place. Safe space. These humans that are trying really hard to do their job. These <laughs> assholes. These, these fucking douche assholes. Whistles. <laughs> um, no, the, but they did it wrong again. So they're like, okay, just, I was like, is it okay if I make a correction invoice and we made a parts invoice to correct it. And luckily, the sweet soul 
in Volkswagen accepted it, but it was literally, I think that repair was done in May and it just got fully paid like a like week, a week ago. ago. Oh my god! Not a week god. ago. Week oh, ago. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so we've had we've had claims that have been uh, the the uh, so like if I do a transmission job and you know I'm doing an overhaul or something like that and the transmission calls for 12 quarts of of fluid, but if I charge out 15 quarts to flush the system, they try and come back and say, well, it's it only takes 12 quarts. <laughs> no, no, no. Where do you where do you think the extra fluid <laughs> to flush the system no, comes no, from? No, 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 no. Have that on on tap somewhere. So once we submit the claim, it goes into large dollar amount claims. It goes into manual review where mm-hmm. actual people, assessors, go through the claim. Adjusters. Unquote, quote, unquote. Yes. Because they're just bean counters because they have no idea what they're doing. Well. What do you mean this part had to be replaced? Well, if you read the workshop manual under section so, 303, blah, 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 you know. But they're just looking at like specifications of the vehicle. They're not. I mean, sometimes they do have to dive into the workshop manual, but most of the time it's just. This car takes 12 quarts of fluid. Right. They have 15 charged out. We're going to adjust the claim. Do you remember that time that we had, uh, I don't remember what the vehicle was, but they were trying to tell us, we had all the one time use parts charged out, and they tried to tell us that that one didn't belong to that vehicle. The, the, the shopping cart? Yes. Oh my God. That shopping <laughs> cart tool on. is horrible. Oh, it's awful. I don't understand. But what's So I build all my, all of my, excuse me, I build all of my, um, parts recs based on the workshop manual because it tells you what parts you're supposed to throw away and replace. Okay. But Ford tried to put out a tool next to the labor operations codes with a little tiny blue shopping cart that you click on. And it's supposedly the entire list of all the one-time use parts that you need for that job. It's never the entire list. Oh, right? no. It's not or, the whole list. Or it the hardware numbers out. aren't full part numbers. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter so anyway, whether you're looking at look the list. It up. Yeah. Yeah. The grass is always greener. It, so, it's, it's an, it was a neat idea that just ended failed. up awful. It was just incorrect. Yeah. So it led technicians to believe that that's all they needed to have build out. But when you actually go into the workshop manual, there are several other nuts, bolts, gaskets <coughs> that are... Supp- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it leaves out how when you're looking up in the workshop manual and you have to click the secondary link to take off this part. All the hyperlinks. It, it yeah. leaves Every out all of that. Hyperlink. When I was just at training... It was either this time or the one last month. The guys were like, you don't use the shopping cart? And I'm like, why would I use the shopping cart? It's always is leaving something. They're that's like, inaccurate. oh, our shop makes us. And that's all we are allowed to do. And like, oh, my God. Like, that's so not. So audit that dealer. In, in the removal procedures, <laughs> a lot of times well, it'll tell you to, you know, remove and discard this part. Right. And that's all good and well. So, you know, that that's one of your one time use parts. However, if you only read through the removal part of it and you, you don't read, read through the you have to read through the installation yeah. side yeah. because on the installation side, they'll It'll say, oh, make sure you install a new, a new part here, yeah. even though in the removal of it, it didn't even say anything about, you know, discarding it. So uh, it, they're always trying to find a way to trip you up is what I feel like is happening. So I know this topic is going a little long, but I want to talk about really quick, like accountability. So accountability, Mazda, accountability. Does everybody have their accountability <laughs> present? Okay. So now that we have that, Volkswagen <laughs> is very good at being accountable. Like if the the shop manual is wrong or if the policy is wrong, they're very good at saying, you know, we're going to accept this this one time. We'll make the claim go through. But, you know, moving forward, 
let's go ahead and make sure that we do it the correct way. Right. Yeah. Mazda. Different story. You will call and ask, how do I do something? And they will say, uh, oh, uh, it's XYZ way. And then you do it XYZ way. And then they reject the claim because somebody higher up says, oh, no, it's not XYZ way. It's YXZ way or whatever. And, you, uh, you know, it, even though you document everything, it, it's not accepted. And Volkswagen is really, really, really good. Even though German engineering at its best sometimes is so convoluted. <laughs> yeah. They're really good at making a paper trail for you. So if you call, there's a call reference number. Right, yeah. And not only do you have that call reference number, they email you a summary of your call. That's yeah. kind of like what Hotline does yeah, with so you guys. Can you go back and refute the charge back or whatever and say like, hey, listen, you guys told me to do it XYZ way. And then when I go to file a claim XYZ way, then you come back and tell me to do it YZ way or ZYX way even. <laughs> uh, that, Sorry. That there would be, the, the, uh, you know, if there's a paper trail, that's perfect. That's why we're always told print out every Everything. single piece of information yep. you have. CYA. CYA. Yeah. Uh, a pinpoint test result that you have a printout for, um, a, a data logger screen that you have a printout for, an RVC code, uh, you know, your prior approval codes, you know, your hotline contacts, everything. I mean, they're always trying to find a way to trip you up. And, to screw you. Yeah. Yep. And so you, you got to see why. This is all music to Sam's ears. By you, the way. you have to jump through 47 hoops and then they throw in the 48th hoop, which you miss. And then that just gives them. Oh, sorry, miss. You have to start over. Yeah. It's, or charge back mm. or denied. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how many times are we in the, in, are we in the office helping oh. Sam with, you know, workshop manuals, trying to like understand the technical aspect aspect of it that she doesn't need to know, right. but she wants to know why they're charging back this claim because you didn't charge out this piece or you charge out this piece. Although they say that you didn't need to the, uh, the Bronco, the Bronco sport. yeah, the moldings. Yeah. So in the Bronco sport workshop manual to remove the valve body, Somewhere in one of the hyperlinks, they tell you to remove the rocker trim molding and what? the, they would tell you to remove the rocker <laughs> trim molding on the, on the, on the left hand side of the vehicle and to remove the, um, fender liner, uh, the, the, the outside molding lip. And those are one-time use parts. <laughs> oh my God. So, so guess what got billed out on the, on the repair order. Okay. Body those trim got billed out yeah. on the repair order. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, turns out you don't need to remove those things to do this job. Right. But they were charged out because it's in the workshop manual. Yeah. Well, they wanted to kick the claim because those because pieces were charged out. parts were charged out. Refer to, to so-and-so hyperlink. Sam. Yeah, I had to go back and take a copy or a, a screenshot of the workshop manual and send it to the Ford assessors to show, no, this is part of the what your one-time That's use so parts ridiculous. are. That's so ridiculous. You I'm shouldn't have to do, to do the work here, twice. You know, well, and that's, that's the thing. That's what it all boils down to. Yeah. Well, it's one hand doesn't talk to the other hand. So Absolutely. It's very frustrating. Sell the bill. Mm-hmm. That was the story that I was getting at. at the beginning of the conversation was the guy who was trying to tell us, oh, you don't need these parts or whatever. Or we did need certain parts. I was and they shocked were like, at that whole like, conversation. You had to call him because we were doing it via like web-based contact and he was saying oh this claim is denied because you don't have these parts on there or whatever and he was going based off the shopping cart which doesn't have everything of course and so we had to educate no you but ended it up was, talking it to was him. one of How the chemicals it, it was zc30 zc31 and, and we were he was saying it it's not in the in the shopping cart and the i was like what are you in that chemical for zc31 is the b is the metal uh, surface prep wipes oh okay but this it's it was 
clearly in the workshop manual, but this assessor was ba- going off of the shopping cart, which is incorrect. Which you ended up figuring out. He didn't say that. You I ended asked up saying, you're like, wait a minute. I Are asked. you going based off of the shopping cart? And he's like, well, yeah. Oh my God. Well, and it's like, she had to educate him on the fact of the workshop manual. So you'll find cart. you'll find TSBs that you know are supposed to have a complete parts list, but and there's two pages where the part numbers and you got to yeah. charge everything out. But you, <coughs> there's always one or two missing. <laughs> He's See, it, choking it, on the bullshit. It, it, it took your breath choking away. Choking on the bullshit. You know what they missed is the other two front subframe bolts that you have to replace. Mm-hmm. It's the hybrid TSB right now. Is that they charge out the rear front subframe bolts, but they don't charge out the front ones. Right. You have to replace those. In the workshop manual, it says to replace those. So, you know, if I'm strictly charging out stuff on the TSB, that Ford gives me that there's, oh, here's to make your job easier. We've already figured out a repair direction. We'll <laughs> fix it. <laughs> parts you need for the repair. But then I go to go do the job, and then they kick back. Well, you didn't charge out these. What are you talking about? It's written right here. This is what I'm supposed to charge out. Well, you need to look at the workshop you didn't That's look at the workshop what manual they always default to and it's yeah. awful well, you can't supply us with the tool to make our jobs easier and then knock us when we use it because the tool and the, and the tool is incorrect yeah like they should, not, that's not right they should really take accountability yeah. for you know if you produce a a policy that is incorrect how can the dealer do anything right if you're doing incorrect policy, like if you're you're publishing something that's incorrect, yeah, it's 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 pretty difficult to to try and abide by all the manufacturers' rules and jump through all their hoops. When again, like Sam had said, the one hand doesn't talk to the other. It doesn't matter how good you do if the hand that writes this repair and the person that's judging this repair never met and <laughs> exchanged information. You know, it mm-hmm. just it's 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 horrible. It's like what Jake said. It's asinine. Yep. It's a whole mentality of one one hand shit in the other sees see which fills up faster. Almost as asinine as oh shit keys. Uh, remind me because I want to ask all you techs. Uh, I heard somebody bring up hotline. I've got something I want to ask all three of you. Oh yeah, okay. hotline's always a good one. Yeah, uh, Norman, stay tuned. Norman's story from last time. I know. You want to weigh in on that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we already know his opinion. We'll get yeah, to ours uh, after the break. Um, so we're gonna go to break. Uh, we're gonna thank everybody for listening. Thank all of our sponsors, and we will meet back up with you soon. Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. Hit stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. 
so, so spooky. <laughs> we were we, all confused we, as to what to do. Right. It so was we quite we, terrifying. Look at we, Nastasia we has her bat yeah, we ready had, over here. We had bats. We had knives. But Can uh, not wait for everyone to see that. <laughs> that Once again, slightly terrifying. Check it right. out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So welcome back from the break, everybody. Um, let's uh, start off with the second round. Happy Halloween, bitches. Indeed. Six individual cracks. Fantastic. My goodness. That's a new customer states podcast record. This is my candy. So thank you to all of our sponsors. As always, you keep the lights running and we have two special guests that are going to start us off with a little bit about themselves. So whichever one of you'd like to start. Nastasia. Well, I am Nastasia. Hi, uh, Nastasia. Hi, Nastasia. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I started in the automotive industry about 10 years ago. When I was 14, I started racing cars. It came time to figure out what I was going to do for college. My mom said I had to go. A representative from UTI. Cranberry Institute. Yep. (laughs) They came in (laughs) and said their little speech. And I was like, Mom, this is where I'm going. She said, okay, that counts for me. Went there. And while I was in school full-time, I worked full-time. I started as a cashier at a dealership and for a week. And then the next week, I went as an advisor. And then they fired one of their lube techs. So then the next week, I started training as a lube tech. Worked there for a couple months. Moved back home to my hometown. And then started a dealership there. Worked there for two months as a lube tech. Started training in heavy line diesel. And then that's how diesel got going. How exciting. That's mm. such a quick like move up yeah. too. Quick ex- ex- and escalation. And how I had started training for diesel, there were three diesel techs at the last dealership. Four. There are four diesel techs. Okay. Three of them got suspended. And they're like, you have all your certs. You have all your training up to date. So you're going in. Guess what you're doing. I, yep. I kind of want to know what they were suspended for. I kind of do yeah. too. Doing side jobs uh, on the clock. They racked up hundreds we, of thousands of dollars not charged week. to the shop. Yeah, we were wow. talking about that last week. Yeah. Sure enough. Not yep. cool. So they got suspended. They all came back, but... Then I, I still got to stay, of course. I was like, mm, you're not, since they're back, but you're not sending me back to Luke. No way. <laughs> I like this too much. Yep. <laughs> well, their shady shit uh, ended up benefiting you greatly. Yes, it did. And that's where I'm at now. That is awesome. That's awesome. And what about you, Sam? Like, how did you, how did you get into it? Well, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Right. Yeah. I started as uh, the receptionist and I did that for about six months. Uh, it was my first time ever working in a dealership. And uh, the service manager came up to me one day and said, well, do you want to do warranties? And I said, sure, why not? And then so I did war- started warranties, the training. Then I also did cashiering. And then also um, do the rental fleet for okay. the dealership. Yes. <laughs> Answering phones, making appointments. Yep. Yeah, basically everything that isn't in your actual job description you also do yes that's really common for warranty administrators to do it's rare that you find someone that just does warranties unless they're off-site yeah unless they're off-site yeah 
unless they're off site. Oh, but you're here. You might as well answer the phone. Hey, look, we'll put a phone in front of you. It makes it even easier for you to answer the phone now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, uh, can you do some interviews for the cashiers? Hey, can mm-hmm. you do some filing? Yeah, sure. Whatever. No problem. I mean, sometimes I don't mind, but when it gets close to end of month mm-hmm. where I have to have everything closed and I have to have my schedule done and do all that stuff, then it becomes um, a bit much sometimes, but. You're so generous. <laughs> <laughs> we get it done, so. <laughs> now, before the break, you both were actually talking about the whole, you know, struggles that you, you know, endure as a woman in this field. If you wanted to touch on that a bit. Yeah. Um, when I was in school, everybody, even doing the interview to get into UTI, they had like a little one of the counselors came and talked to my mom and I, and he was like, you know, this is a very big male dominated industry. Are you going to be able to do it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then from racing, I was one of the only females that was at the track and working on cars. And my grandpa, he races too. And he has an all girl pit crew. It's myself, my grandma and my other grandma. So his wife and his (laughs) ex-wife, my mom and I are his pit crew. Nice. And of course my stepdad, he comes too and helps but it always so it was never unusual to me to be in that in the field but other people always were very rude i had one person that i interviewed with before who said aren't you a little girly aren't you too small you're never going to be able to do anything and then that is like where i have nails and i have acrylic nails and i still work and do everything and do modeling and pageants and all that and still do my job just the way it should be done mm-hmm. So awesome. We were talking about <laughs> round of applause, please. Honestly, I mean, that's like a rare quality to find in anybody, man or woman, but somebody that can juggle all of those different things and then still be good at damn near everything that you do. I mean, that's, you know, that's a, a 10 out of 10, a five out of five par for the course, whatever you want to call it. It's amazing. I mean, that's, it's a good quality thank, to have. Thank you. Able to wear the hats. <laughs> the crowns. Able to wear the crowns. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Hats. Hats. Crowns. It's crowns. just another kind of hat. I think Mike has a crown as well. No, no. Crowns are much better. I don't wear any of those. Uh, hats. Hats are my, my deal. Crowns can, crowns can be bitching, dude. Mm. I need They're to take flashy. a pageants next. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've knocked down some barriers, too. So pageants are next on the list. Yeah. There you go. Get yours. Get it. Well, I mean, being any kind of, you know, not not lesser, but, you know, a, a majority of the population, like at our dealership, there's like 101 employees and eight of them are female. So you're bound to come across a few bumps in the road, no matter what. I mean, it, it's interesting that sometimes when you deal with people, they don't even realize what's coming out of their mouth. Like I, one of my favorite things to say to people is, do you hear yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you hear what you just said to me? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's, it's interesting and you just have to, uh, know how to give it back sometimes because you have to be sometimes one of the guys, but sometimes like there's a balance between it too. And it's, it's a a course to navigate. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. A big struggle is always the bathrooms. 
There's never mm. women's locker rooms. So I, I Mike had to make a locker room for me. I, I did make a locker room. Yeah, so how's that situation? So you have like your I have own to walk separate... 10 miles up a flight of stairs. <laughs> it's not 10 miles <laughs> uphill both ways in the snow. It's not that Bare, bad. Barefoot. No Barefoot, yeah. yep. To her private vanity bathroom with that a sofa in tile. it. It's amazing. Tile it is the nicest bathroom in the dealership. Nice. I, air I, freshener. No exaggeration. Air conditioning. Yeah, but... Everyone uses it, and it's, I mean, like, the sales guys use it. Oh, you think more people than the service techs and more dirty and greasy people than the service techs use it? You'd be surprised at things you see. Do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? You need to go use one of our restrooms. (laughs) You've let me in there to, I don't remember what I was doing. We locked everyone out, and I'm all like, "Hmm." but you guys have a better mirror. I I was able to see more of me in their mirror. It is a longer mirror. (laughs) That's funny. I use it. But that's about it. (laughs) You're allowed. Do I not have grease over here? Okay, then I'm good. (laughs) Yes. I can go talk to people now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Always check myself. Hmm. So it's always exciting. You know, I'm glad that we we got that of the line. And, you know, sometimes we have to deal with a lot of bullshit being females or being, you know, not the the perfect picture of what a tech or what someone in the automotive industry would be. But I heard that there's a lot of tech line bullshit to deal with as well. Right. Yeah. So tech hotline, tech line, uh, when you, when you reach your ends uh, of, of the means of diagnosing the vehicle, you've got to the end of the pinpoint test. You've tried all your resources. You've replaced all the parts. You've done all the things. And then you're reaching out to the parent company for advice and, I believe Jake has a story or two for that. So not really. <laughs> we probably all have a story or two. Oh, for I that have one. quite a few stories. <laughs> we already heard Norman's story last week. Right. Oh, we, have, right. we have quite a few stories ourselves. Right. So not even so much a story, but experience with my tech. So Mazda tech line's really bad in the sense of you don't really get the same people. It swaps a lot who my techs end up talking to. So when they're there and they're asking questions or like you said, they've exhausted everything that they can. They just need a little bit extra help, whatever the case may be. These guys get so pissed off and we always walk out asking them, you know, how did it go? Is anything that we need to know, et cetera. But their, their one take on that that really pisses them off is sometimes you'll call and you know, they can't request somebody that, you know, knows what they're talking about. Are, are these strictly call in only things or can you also eat like, you know, message across the interwebs uh, and then so you, you get a response back. You start with an email. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah they and start then you with, get a contact number. Right. Exactly. That's, that's how it right. works yeah. for yep. Volkswagen as well. Yeah. You yep. you do a you do an <clears throat> e-form type of yep. thing yep. and yep. then yep. you get a call back. That's how yep. Ford works as well. I'm pretty sure most manufacturers like that. I, right. I think so. But it's nice to know how it works mm-hmm. throughout yeah. the different manufacturers. So they can't request in any way, shape or form because you're going to get people who are better at what they do with helping. But the one thing that pisses all pisses them all off is because they swap, you know, agents or whatever you want to call them so many times is they'll call in and they've got 20, 25, 30, 35 years of experience and they get some dipshit on the other line that's 18, 19 years old who's reading off of a manual or off of a script on a, you know, a screen or a TSB. And it's like, well, like you said, have you tried turning it off and on again? Or have you, you know, checked this ground wire? Have you made sure to tighten this? And they're like, yeah, fucking course I have. 
How long do you think I've been doing this? I need a dude in his 60s that's not reading a you know call slip, you know a, right. a, a, a pre-write slip that tells you all the correct answers. I need somebody that knows that if I'm contacting you right now, I've it's because all I've those. already done all this stuff. And again, the thing that Norman had pointed out was that when you contact these people for the first time, and yes, I realize that they have a lot of people to go through and their job is very stressful, blah, 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 blah. However, <laughs> that's so PC of you. When you, when you literally copy and paste to me the first three sentences of mm -hmm. the information of the bulk of the information that I give you of the pinpoint tests that I've done, and then you tell me to do these pinpoint test steps in response like what you didn't even Do you bother hear yourself? Yeah, exactly you didn't even <laughs> bother to read what i wrote to you i waited four hours for this in the best case scenario you know and it's the next day the service advisor is calling because the customer is calling and wants to know what's going on with the car i'm waiting for engineering i've done everything that i can as a technician what else do you want me to do this is this is the next level of ex escalation for this problem and it's just super frustrating. There's there's no way to be able to, you know, and again, like you say, so you, you get your initial contact and it's horrible, but at least that gives you the contact number, mm -hmm. right? So now you can call in and talk to somebody. However, the person that you talk to, you may recognize their voice as somebody that, well, it didn't really help you in the last last time that you were there Click. you could talk to somebody else <laughs> but they're not there or they're in, right. you know because the covid they're in remoting from their home and mm -hmm. they're not at the actual center or what i mean it's just it's crazy the 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 levels of bs that you have to get to to finally get a decent response from the parent company right. and there's a lot to relate to on the warranty side as well because there's a separate hotline to call if you're having warranty issues oh yeah, oh, yeah. and if you want to talk about kind of what we were talking about on the break yeah so ford had their um, warranty assistance team outsourced in india so you would have oh, to God. <laughs> which Press I think is English. so funny. Like I do is with two foreign, <laughs> well, I deal with two foreign car lines and both of them are here in the States and you're with an American car line and they outsourced their warranty. Right. You I should just see, find that so interesting. We have like a warranty forum that, you know, all, everyone from Ford, all the warranty admins can go and post on and. You know, we help each other ask questions. It's it's really awesome. But everyone was so frustrated with having it not here in the United States. So Ford finally, okay, heard us. We're moving it back to the U.S. And but now it's that's going to take time. So now we just have the warranty web chat. So you fill out your your information, the RO number, your PO or a PNA code, and then the issue. And then someone will get back to you in about 24 hours. So you, you can't even, 24 hours is so long. It's so long if you need an answer right now and you can't even call someone. That's yeah. infuriating. It gets frustrating. I mean, the good thing is, is that we do have the, the forums that we can bounce ideas or whatever off each other. So yeah, that's, but that's that's not that's that's you not know, supplied by not Ford. Ford. Right, right. It's yeah. not Ford's it's just answer. The best of a collective it's mind. More helpful, probably. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I've had, you know, I'll fill out a a chat form and then they'll just send me back a, you know, where to look in the warranty and policy manual. I'm or like, a screenshot of something or whatever. <laughs> yep. I looked I at that, where, but. I have a more specific question, so it's it's frustrating for sure. Yeah, I hear you there. I mean, it's it's. I feel very lucky that between the two car lines, we have um, the support that you can call right away. And even when you do have to do a web chat or a um, 
pre-authorization, they get back to you by end of day, no matter what, as long as you put it in before like four o'clock. Well, and then back to tech line, this is probably going to drive Ali crazy. I don't know if I've ever told you this. So with everybody that stopped driving for a while with the whole COVID thing, right? Yeah. Older people are starting to drive them again and we're getting a lot of cylinder heads right now. There's a huge big deal with them where it leaks from the back of the cylinder head really bad. And a lot of people didn't get the recall that supposedly helped with it. It was a lifter concern. It was all a bunch of BS. So we're a lifter stopped, slipped and caused weird pressure and it popped the back. It, yeah. It It'll popped a freeze plug or something out of the back. Of exactly. So it's all, it's all bull crap. Allegedly the update to that. Allegedly. Right. So allegedly. So the PCM update allegedly fixed this, but anyways, we we're getting a lot of them. Like, I mean, we've gotten four in the past week and a half, which is a lot. We usually saw one every couple of months. So comes my, in waves, right? Yeah. But my techs have been calling in and for the longest time, you know, when we called tech line because they required us to do so, <laughs> you missed it, Eric. We <laughs> have to concern with my own wave. Sorry, Jake. No, it's all good. And not to derail you. No, but. not at all. Um, for a while there, we had to call tech line, get authorization to order parts, get the hotline case number. They would then tell us, hey, call DAG or special ordering. They said, okay, you can order whatever. For a long time there, they were just saying, order the whole engine get the whole assembly it's easier we have less chance of return problems right. leaks customer satisfaction exactly customer satisfaction well that stopped because of course you know the car line doesn't want to spend the money they'd rather make it cheaper have the techs do more work pay them less hours and everything you know they're happy we're not customer ends up getting screwed both ways so i don't know two months ago my tech calls in and he goes, hey, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, of course, all right, you can go ahead and order the head, use this number, we'll send you the parts. So right. my tech's like, you know what? Screw this. Why Why are you making us only order heads? Why are you doing this when you know this is going to cause problems? If a seal's not right, it's going to come back. It's going to cost you money. The customer's going to be pissed off. And I shit you not, the tech line agent, and I was there listening on speaker, he goes, well, if you would have just drained the oil and revved it real hard and told me it was ticking, I would have gotten you the whole engine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so so write easy. a note next time of what exactly how you, what you have to say. Well, again, I have kind of hinted on those little tidbits of information that you never learn about until you contact hotline and they tell you, mm -hmm. oh, this isn't found in the workshop manual, but this is the theory behind this, why you have to cycle the key three times to get it to program or whatever. And it's like, Oh, really? Oh, okay. And you make a mental note of it for next time. You're like, oh yeah, uh, this engine's blown up. It's making a crazy ticking noise. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? <laughs> and mm -hmm. you put it in their hands, you know, you kind of, maybe you, you have, have to, to play the game. Bait them a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. yeah. Right. Um, you know, it, you at, have to know how to work the system. Right. At the same time though, when my We're text... trying to fix the customer's cars. Right. The, in the best interest <clears throat> of the customer, because those are our clients, you mm -hmm. know? So at the same time, when my texts have gone, you know, what should I do? Or, Hey, it's ticking. It's never, okay, do this. Or they're like, Oh, you know, I'm a big shot. I know what you should do next. It's like, okay, I need a video to hear the ticking or I need to see where this is exactly leaking from. And if they don't like somebody it. with a wrench on the bumper, <laughs> just, <tap it> <laughs> <laughs> just out of frame. <laughs> 
Mike, uh, Eric, do they ask you guys for videos, Nastasia? No videos. We have pictures have, yeah. all the time. They request pictures, an obscene yeah. amount of photos. Yeah, for for WEPA. They want to see the they, inside of the left wheel well and the entire muffler system. The, the undercarriage, the, the engine under- compartment, the odometer, the VIN tag the on VIN, the driver's side yeah. door. The license plate. Don't forget the license oh, plate. Oh, the license That's plate. That's really right. important. Why the, okay, the VIN, I get the license plate? Yeah, I they want to know, know that it's registered currently and oh, what for license like plate emissions it, uh, or it, something. You know, who knows? Attached to it or who, who knows? They yeah, don't I mean, say why, they just say give it to me. Yeah. They they don't say how they say how much or whatever. <laughs> like how much can you prove that this is the reason with and <laughs> and they'll even tell you straight in the thing like, "Oh, pictures that are blurry or don't show everything will not be looking accepted. for will, not, will be not be accepted and will only delay the process by, yeah. you know, so and so." Blow me. So, do they have to be um time stamped and dated we don't have time stamped ones but and i've heard on the ford tech on some of the technician forums joked up there bud (laughs) on some of the technician forums um people have been asking like oh does anybody have a picture of you know such and such assembly torn apart they're asking for pictures my first response is well aren't you getting paid to do this job that you should tear it apart and figure out what's wrong with it and show pictures of it if you need someone else's picture that's probably not warranty thank you thank you very much i mean it's true that it's horrible you just to see the amount of bs that's uh, around Mm -hmm. out there and people trying to like skate through life and take the easy way and ride somebody else's coattails and like all that stuff like man you're not even gonna like take the time to tear this thing apart. I realize it's a pain in the ass. I'm also a tech. I realize what it's only like to, you know, was like to only have two stalls and both stalls have disabled vehicles on them and you got to push them out. I understand what that's like. You still have to do your job. You're getting paid to do that job. Why, why don't you do that job? Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of doing their jobs, Sam and Allie, what's the number one thing that bugs you the most about not getting, uh, well, I guess other people doing their jobs right and you having to follow up on it and, the dreadful when you see Sam walk through the shop. <laughs> <laughs> if, Sam's here, yeah. if, if Sam's walking through the shop Everyone with a hides. piece of paper, yeah, it's like, oh my God, these these racks aren't big enough to hide me. I try and hide <laughs> it's, even further in the engine compartment. Like, no, 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 no. It's the Grim Reaper. It's more of a float. Oh, I do. I try to get her floating through the shop, and she makes sure she wears flat so no one hears her. (laughs) (laughs) But she's so tall, everyone can see her going across. Everyone's like, "What did I do now?" That's always always the first response. Uh Now what? Sam will call my phone. It's like fifteen oh five on the other line. Oh my god! Oh no! It's Sam. What's going on? I hope you don't take it personally. We know we like. I don't. I know. I actually make it a point every once in a while to just like say hi. So that way, like, like, why are you here? Yeah, Yeah, it's like, what do you mean you're saying hi? This lollipop (laughs) for no reason. What is it laced with? I do the same thing, but I'll I'll have like up flag sheets. Oh, that's a good. I've never received an up flag sheet. Yeah, because you're on your you're on your shit. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna was ring the bell for myself. Don't mean to toot my own horn. <laughs> where, where's the? Uh, t- okay, no, it's too late. I'm so, gonna come forward. Um, I'm gonna come. That's gonna. I be got a compliment of... from the warranty administrator, guys. I know, right? <laughs> that's like getting. Uh, what's uh What's the show you watch? The baking show. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Star Baker. Right. If you get a sh- handshake, Great British Bake Off. If you get a handshake from Paul Hollywood. Yep, it's oh, a thing. Some wow. of you, I know. Some of you know what I'm talking about. 
I know well, you do. I feel like somebody that's been sh- hand shooken by Paul Hollywood. Hand shooketh. <laughs> hand shooketh. So going off of that, um, something that really grinds my gears. There you go. Is when a text says to me, gives me shit about backflagging. He says, he says to me. Because I'm not backflagging you because I feel like You're I want to be yourself. an asshole. I just, something wasn't done right. You and sometimes there's like contained operations. Like it's right there. You know, I, I know you guys probably have bookers or something like that, right? Are no. you doing your own? The advisors. Okay. Well, the advisors Sam. usually will do it if, if Sam is overloaded or whatever. I think the advisors usually book their own warranty claims, right? Well, they'll, they'll do the initial flagging. Yeah, they'll do the initial flagging. And then once I get the ticket, then I go through and read the story and make sure that what's in the story is what you're going to get paid for and yep. then reflag it with the correct labor operations. Reflag it with the correct labor operations. Yes. But if you're listening from Ford, Volkswagen, or Mazda, we all have bookers and none of the technicians ever write any of their own labor <laughs> operations. <ever. laughs> yeah, I for sure. Oh my God. Like a staple mind repair order so it could be easily removed later. That would be horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. So to actually stick with pet peeves. For, oh. It's not my fault that you <laughs> fucked up. Just saying. <laughs> Just had to get that in there. <laughs> Sticking on pet peeves. And this is going to be for the techs. In terms, and we're going to stick with warranty, for the job you hate the most doing that pays the poorest, Mm -hmm. what is it? Oh, (sighs) Eric, Nastasia. Recalls? It can be recalls. Yeah, it can be recalls or something specifically you have to replace. I have two. Okay. Upper oil pans. Oh, yeah. They pay like nine hours. Takes me at least two days to do it. It, Wow. And because our shop, I call it the sinkhole, on the four-post rack, when I drop the transmission down, it slams over and hits the one thing. So I can't be on that side of it. So every time I've dropped and he who had a special tool to bolt it to the <laughs> stand is no longer with us anymore. So I don't have that special bracket to bolt it in. So it's just mm. resting on there. So just every remind time, me, I'll make you one. I'll, yes, please. I'll, mm. please that do. was a really nice tool. Thank you. Yeah, you nice. shall not be named. <laughs> so every you. time I drop the transmission down where the that hole that you said you filled like 500 years ago at the shop i um, did i filled that hole it's st- it's still uh, the wheels phrasing uh, phrasing <laughs> the wheels on the trans jack <laughs> slide into it because it's still slightly lower lovely so it falls over and then the other one is on the diesel f-150s I cannot tell you how happy I was when you came on board mm-hmm. and I didn't have to do those anymore. I fucking hate doing <laughs> I those. I just didn't want to like finished it. You Thursday. did two in a row. I did three in a row oh that had a good God. break and I just did another one the other day. Those are horrible. They're I, awful. I've done one. It's just the stupid. So we know 3.6. It pays 3.6. First one took me two oh. days. Second one took me a whole. This one I had out in an hour and a half. I know. I was so. Oh, oh. what the hell was I that? It was a moth. Allie's been looking around every time it buzzes. She, okay, she so, hates it on my I, nose. I know we derail here. So I'm fine with just about everything. Spiders, <laughs> mice, whatever. Snakes. I, don't, I, I can't do moths. They're, they're scary. They move in a weird way. They it run into you. They nose. get stuck. <laughs> in your hair. <laughs> it touched my leg. Oh my god. I think it's eating your cape right now. 
Yeah, probably. Mop, you need some oh, mop no, it's balls. on your head. Yeah, oh, there it goes. So we, so we got it's hers. It's my drum set, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you both don't like the EGR, but do you have a specific, and do you have a specific on top of the EGR? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, anything that has a TSB or a recall associated with it, the labor hours are going to be, like, smashed. Like, I still don't understand. They have a... Um, I just recently did one at the. <laughs> <laughs> just the moth again. That's a technical it's foul. <laughs> oh my god! I don't like them. The show must go on. Yes. Um, yeah. So I had one where there was a, um, a bushing failure inside of a transmission in a, in a, a, a big transmission in a big Super Duty, and if it's uh, this mm-hmm. engine and a four by two, you know two-wheel drive yeah it pays this much and if it's this transmission in a four by four it pays this much however if you look at the like actual overhaul labor operations there's like three tenths missing between the you know this engine and the four by two and this engine and the four by four and this engine and this engine and you know the two by two mm-hmm. and this engine and four by four there's like four tenths missing what do you mean it's the same time to overhaul versus replace you know in this thing and then, so that's the technical service bulletin. If you look at regular labor operations for diagnosing and concern and doing everything that you're supposed to be doing and flushing the coolers and lines and a complete overhaul like it wants you to do, it would be <laughs> three to four hours more. So I, I just don't understand where they come up with these labor times. And they tell us, oh, uh, they were developed in a, you know, uh, a controlled, it was a a controlled setting and, in a lab with all the tools people. they need just right. for no, that job. No, laid it's out. not. They 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 Stupid. they tell you that those things were you know an average of this many technicians. Correct. And, it and was whoever a did it quickest. Shop. Well, it's an average. And sure. Was, you know, in a shop environment, <laughs> we understand. Mike, we're right just there. Like, come it's on. horrible. It's, it's it's still it's still unachievable in most most instances. It's so, awful. does Ford have a process for? technicians to say hey there's something wrong with this operation with the time for this that's some kind of feedback global concerns report okay uh, for for the most part so something that happens a lot when there's a discrepancy between what the tech thinks that we should pay as warranty administrators or you know the manufacturer in general there's nothing that i can do about it right i'm sorry i wish there was something i could do about it but that's just not how it works and so whenever we or whenever i personally call i don't know about you sam but when i call and i talk to warranty helpline they say oh well did your tech put in a feedback for this and you know what Maybe sometimes they do, but most of the times the shop is slammed. You're busy. Where's you have the labor operation for that? How are you going to pay me for that time right. to go through and make that report? And, and we don't pay the guys for being on the phone unless mm-hmm. you're doing mm-hmm. a process, unless you're doing some kind of technical check on the vehicle. You don't get paid for being on the phone with it's, helpline it's or whatever. It's three tenths to do some reprogram or whatever, which is like yeah. I think a 27 minutes or something like that. And in those 27 minutes, they expect you to get the keys from dispatch, you know, find the repair order, get the keys from dispatch, bring the vehicle in your stall. Then some dealers don't pay for multi-point inspections or mm-hmm. tire pressure services, but you know, like <clears throat> ours, but <clears throat> then you're supposed to be doing a multi-point and tire pressure service while you're doing the reprogram, which by the way, 
in that 27 minutes, it may take you 15 minutes to get the program to open and load correctly mm-hmm. the first time and then go through, get everything going. Oh, you're having an internet connection issue. Got to contact, you know, IT. I mean, it, and it's not always just one module, even though the recar, whatever it is, called it a single module yeah. oh, update. It'll go through and it'll nope, update seven You need modules. to update these other modules as well we, at yeah. the same time. We had one on the forces you to. new Mazda 3, same thing. It's like, Ridiculous. you know, it said TCM update, Only. but it was the TCM, the PCM, the TCM. Yeah. CU, the right. everything. Yeah. So it took, you know, like you said, three tenths, but connectivity and everything in these seven modules that you had yeah. to do in this order yeah. or you'd burn a module, you yeah. know, you have a 45 minutes, hour and 15 minutes and they get three tenths. Right. That's it. Deal and with it. And you don't get paid for my IDS, which has been putting codes into the vehicles <laughs> after every program them and then trying to diagnose and chase a code that is non-existent because my IDS and I read on hot read on hotline from other places that they've been coming up with the VCM two is with the new update that just came out for our ADS has been putting codes into oh shit. the trucks. So it yeah, says using just clear the old hardware. It. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. This. So I've spent like last week I spent probably two days on two different trucks chasing codes that didn't actually exist in the trucks. It was just my ideas putting it into the Holy truck. Holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Nothing is fucked here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nothing is fucked. <laughs> and Sam, we never nope. really got any. Wait. Do you have any pet peeves? Wait. I know you have some Wait. of your. What? Eric <laughs> hasn't told us his. Jake's his trying repair. to interject like four times. Eric has been left like, out. That's not okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. It's easy. What do you do to him? <laughs> oh, she definitely doesn't do that. Have an issue? Um, Here's a tissue. Oh. <laughs> Um, right here, little. <laughs> Hashtag sell the bottle. Delete. Probably a short box. Uh, the short box don't pay nearly enough. Um, the one fives, those are fun. So, um, uh, since you're talking about short blocks, if you have to, okay, imagine a, a CX-9 size, size vehicle. So, decent size SUV or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, what is that over in Ford land? Explorer. Explorer. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So Explorer. It Flex. We know tur- about let's, Fords. Uh, turbo Explorer. Let's mm-hmm. just go off of that for a sense of that. So all CX-9s are turbos. If you have to replace the head and remove the turbo assembly and all that shit, out of curiosity, was that pay warranty? Was it four-cylinder or six-cylinder? Four. Well, like oh. Sam? Well. 15, maybe 12 to 15 I think, hours? Yeah, like 12 You want to know hours. what my tax get paid? Yeah. 8.5. It must be super easy then. It is. Yeah. It is and not. Jake, do you get diag with that? Huh? Do you get diag with that? If they're not lazy and they fucking flag for it, <laughs> and not if it's under a TSB. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. that's true. Which too. that is. So they don't. And they'll say like, "Oh, this can includes compression check or whatever." Yeah, and you know. it's the same thing with the TSB with the short box that I was talking about with the one five. So they want you to verify you have these codes okay mm-hmm. do you have these codes well does the vehicle fall into this date range if it's not if it's not this vehicle and then just proceed to this, this other plant step. sometimes it's yes, built at this plant certain or this plant. plants oh, okay right now right. that we've gotten you this far into the procedure you either a continue with regular diagnosis because this tsb doesn't apply or you bring the vehicle to operating temperature pressurize the cooling system allow it to sit for five hours and how much pressure have you lost from the cooling system within that five hours document that then they want you to remove all the spark plugs and they want you to stick a camera down in the cylinder see if you have coolant intrusion 
And then you can proceed with your <laughs> And then you wow. can proceed. Is this TSB DR19-2346? Oh, wow. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow. Impressive. Yeah. And, 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 and before we move on to your uh, yours and Sam's pet peeves, what is a full engine replacement? We'll stick with the same car. No, oh, pays less. Um, let's see, is it four wheel drive or is it only front wheel drive? Front wheel is drive it only. A fusion or is it an escape? We'll is go. With, <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll go the uh, Explorer still. Explorer Turbo. Escape. Four banger. Sorry, I just want to say that. Even roughly, mm, it probably pays somewhere around eleven hours. Okay, so like this that. is where Mazda gets weird. Full engine replacement on a CX nine is like thirteen point two. What the hell? But a but a head is eight point five. See, that doesn't make sense. If you're doing it more work to disassemble the engine and mm-hmm. reassemble it again, mm-hmm. it should be paying more than just replacing the entire assembly. Yep. So I was just curious. Whatever. It's just it's, mm-hmm. nothing is fucked here. Allie, <laughs> <laughs> can you guys claim like manual time or like M time? I wanted to touch yeah, on that so, too. So so on Volkswagen, we call it actual time or nine nine time because the labor operation ends in nine nine and then in mazda it's xrt because it's extended repair time so you can do it but you need um for volkswagen it's a lot easier and they're a lot more lenient because you know you got to figure out what's going on with this german engineering right right so um and german engineering just means like really complicated sometimes but um with mazda if anything goes over 0.9 it has to go through a um, pre-authorization process. Every single time it goes over, you have to have... So you have to get an approval from Mazda. From MNAO, Mazda North American Operations. You have to send in a web form, basically, and make sure that... But I will tell you, we do not have to wait 24 hours. Like I said, as long as you get it in before four o'clock, they're good you, with that. You'll you'll get it usually within an hour, but there can be some back and forth. Like right, they want to oh, see, you know, pictures, what's, yeah, videos, testing, um, or whatever of what the technicians done to deserve that extra time. Correct. And uh, Mazda is very. Um, picky about what you allow for your diag time or your actual time so if your technician story isn't exactly equating for what mazda has for each available labor line they will not pay it they and there it is no questions asked they just will not pay it it's kind of on you at that point i think that's what the good thing about ford is is we don't have a limit so if you know, Eric needs an extra hour and a half to extract a frozen bolt. They'll pay the hour and a half as long as he has a separate punch time showing right, an absolutely. hour and a half and it's in his story. Now on my end, they might want me to scan in the repair order to them so they can see his punch times. But other than that, they're pretty trusting of the dealerships to allow their technicians to run actual time or manual time oh you mean like do our jobs properly so so volkswagen's <laughs> very good about that um i would say mazda is very questioning like oh if, yeah if you if you are not a japanese engineer you you just can't do it the same way that they do it i mean they 
it and why are you not doctor (laughs) even in the labor operations they'll say you know this includes diagnostic time Mm -hmm. well i don't know about that one i'm not turning wrenches i don't know but that just seems compared to volkswagen and compared to what i understand with ford that just seems very inaccurate for it's unfair especially if you're gonna push fixing it right the first time yeah yep you need to be able to spend some time to diagnose the vehicle and make sure that you're you're doing it right on on the first time on some of our vehicles you can claim you know depending upon what labor operations and what's actually wrong with the vehicle you can claim an hour or more of diagnosis time Uh, i mean it's mm -hmm. you know there's time to be had depending upon the manufacturer but it takes legitimate time to figure these things out. Not to mention if you're doing a pinpoint test where you have to act, you know, do a wiring repair and access this connector, which is under the passenger seat, which you have to remove, you know, these pillars and this carpet molding and all this kind of stuff for a three tenths, di- uh, you know, diagnostic pinpoint test labor mm-hmm. operation doesn't pay enough. So you've got to flag the labor operations to remove the seat and remove this panel and stuff like that. So. You know what the best is, is when it's a brand new vehicle, a brand new style of vehicle, a brand new engine, a brand new body style, a brand new everything. And there's no labor ops mm-hmm. and you have no idea where you're supposed to oh, go yeah. with any of that. And you're just flying by the seat of your pants and they're and like, I say, sorry, fam. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're this all, is how long it took me. Look at this piece of paper. It says it, it took me this long. Well, and their response is, well, just do this or just do that. I'm Yes, I'm well aware of what needs to happen here, but I'm looking for a little guidance from the people who actually designed and know these engines. How's right. that? How's that desk you're sitting at right now? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I've had um, that's you know similar situation where there's no labor operation, so the technician flags what he thought was appropriate, and then I send it in. He flagged the actual time that he spent right. on the vehicle. And then Ford will come back and say, nope, the previous year and model, it Ch- only, you know, pays this Or much. she. Yeah, so then. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it hasn't been a she. I haven't come across that. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll only pay, we're only going to pay this much, so they'll end up back flagging the technician which is you know so you tried that in the beginning too and for a long time you kept questioning that and questioning that i'm like the designs change from year to year so mm-hmm. yes you there are times when you can look use the previous, previous year for and a, use that as labor a, a so rough fine. idea right. so but, but if it's the, the design changed year. from 2015 to 2016 it's a completely different setup yeah. so well, you can't when that happens, you know, and I see a significant amount of M time, I will go to the technician and be like, why are you claiming 12 hours of M time? Right. Wow. Right. I, I've had, and, I help, and I help you with that too. Yeah, no, he'll, just, he'll explain it to me and what's, you know, great. They all, yeah, I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. So if they have something torn down, they'll be like, this is why I need to do this. So yeah, we just did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I just show her a bunch of skateboard parts in a trash can. And she's like, Oh man, this looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you needed all the same time. And I don't know how you guys feel about it tech wise, but with how I know my techs are shafted with warranty repairs, I, anytime they need help, if they, you know, specifically ask for it, if I can hold a part, or turn a wrench or check something for them or sit in the car and do something for them. I always try to, cause then when I hand them work like that, they don't get mad at me cause they know if they do need help, I will any way that I can. Mm. 
And if they don't, I completely stay out of their way. But that's the other thing. It's like, I know you guys get fucked constantly when it comes to stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, and they look at it the same way. I'm at a desk. I make money off of any wrench you turn and, but I don't have to turn a wrench. So if I can help that keeps that whole relationship pretty even. So no, there's, there's a mutual understanding there. I think, you know, especially when they come to us last minute, like, Hey, you know, this, this guy just came in, like he's traveling, whatever, you know, from out of town, this lady's <clears throat> right. homeless, whatever the, whatever is. it is, you know, and, and <laughs> you usually guys are like, going to get a nice appointment on Monday. Yeah. I heard. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Sam. Oh, yeah. Spooky. That's coming Very to me. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. That one's coming hey. to me. He already talked to me about it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyways, back to the point that I was saying was that, you know, when they come to you last minute, whatnot, there's that mutual understanding and usually I'll say, well, can you bring me the car? Can you go find the keys? Can you bring me the pay? Whatever it is. Can you go run and grab this from parts real quick? Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm in the middle of doing something else, whatever they can do to expedite the process. And that's fine. Like I said, it's a mutual understanding and we work together and get it done. We're all part of the same team. I mean, that's like Mm -hmm. the bottom line. It's, you know. We like to have competitions between who can, you know, make the most of the dealership between parts or sales or service or whatever. But we're all part of the same ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know one end is sinking, the whole thing is sinking. So we should do everything we can to bail them out, and yep. quite literally, and you know, vice versa for everybody. We're all working together in this. So it's true, and you know, I know that we were talking about like the. Um, a new vehicle or a new model and no labor operations being there. We have, so the, the car lines that I work for recommend, like if you're not sure like what labor op to code it to, you should use the pictures that they have available. So like, so that way you can match up like what the part number picture is in the part service opposed to like what's, in the what, in like a parts explosion coding. thing or yeah, something? yeah yeah and so we'll do that and there literally is a picture of a vehicle with a cassette player in it <laughs> <laughs> a what what's that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she genuinely doesn't no, know I she's know 24 it it's an eight track player if you yank on it you get ribbon no, I mean, we're, you're looking for something for the Bluetooth, and it's literally a okay, track yeah. yeah. Holy shit, this thing took laser disc? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw uh, that one in there because I think we're getting closer to a very spooky time. Yes. Which is when, unfortunately... We have to end the podcast. No. But before we do end it, just because we no, have... take it back. No, well, we usually <laughs> do this just close. for... We're, we're getting, getting close. close. Since we have a diesel tech here, and you've got the poll update for Rolling Coal. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I, I skipped I wa- a pot. I, I wanted to, I wanted to get her opinion. Yeah, there's two more well, things. Just, yeah. just take that part that I said and just put that at the end. The key you jingle can... is there. It, we know that we need to leave. I'm conscious of the time. However... Hashtag um, South Bell. <laughs> Bing, da, ding, dong, dong. <laughs> okay, uh, so I did post an update or a poll. Um, uh, rather, excuse me. Uh, I did post a poll in one of the previous episodes about um, rolling coal. Mm. And um, there were like four different questions uh, about it. And um, an overwhelming response, like over 80% of the people, like 87% of the people said it's absolutely hilarious. And they've seen videos <laughs> of people doing it. And the only other responses, which was like the 
18 something percent or whatever of, of the other people were like, I've personally done it. Nobody said that they hated it or like they thought it was a <laughs> horrible thing. I so all it. of our listeners are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you I, know what? Sometimes people have it coming. Just saying. Coming like a Cummins. Grape smugglers. <laughs> What'd you say? Do not come. Grape smugglers. Grape smugglers. Grape smugglers always have a Budgie smugglers. Just talking about this, I can smell the beautiful black smoke. <laughs> yes, I have a diesel and it does Roll call. <laughs> I'd like to borrow it sometime because I have some people that I know that could be cold upon. Okay. <laughs> you have to bring it down. I know I do. I'm it's getting time where I might switch, switch the, leave the car at home and bring the truck down. I have a O two seven three. Oh, from my winter home. I'll just bring the winter truck down. It's I have another truck three. and three dirt bikes and a street bike. So <laughs> do you have a personal yeah, race car? Well, my car, the focus. All right. 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 There is that. <laughs> so yes, to answer your question. Um, okay, so we have actually another listener mail, um, and this li- listener mail was from one of our listeners, obviously, and um, they did not want to be identified. However, um, but we know who you are. We, we know who you are. We know. Just, just kidding. The three very of special us. set of skills. Um, but uh, I will find you. This is a very common story for us Ford people. Mm. And um, in this listener mail, the guy is talking about how uh, this customer came in with a vehicle towed in the dealership. And they say, um, when you put the vehicle in a gear, um, there's no, you know, there's no engagement, just makes a bunch of noise from the transmission area and the vehicle doesn't move forward or backward. Okay, fine. Okay. So then he sends me the pictures of it and it's a big transit van. Okay. And so do you know what the failure was? It's oh, a transit yes. van. Yes. Remember the recall? The drive shaft. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently this customer never had the recall done for the updated flange mount and output shaft flange. Idiot. For the you know the, the, the drive shaft. Freaking idiot. Yeah. And uh apparently let it get so bad that the um because basically what that recall for the transit van is doing is it's replacing a um flex coupler with a fixed flange mount for the drive shaft so from flux the- capacitor <laughs> those are words <laughs> those are words that sounds Thank similar, you. but they're not the same <laughs> um yeah so it's it's replacing a flex coupler on the output shaft of the transmission to the drive shaft to a fixed flange from the transmission to the output shaft. And what would happen was over time, this flex coupler would wear and fray apart because it's just made of rubber and strands, kind of like a tire, and it would flare and come apart. And then the drive shaft would separate with catastrophic failure of the transmission, usually breaking the case. Still going to send it and the body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, he sent me the pictures of the underside of this van with like the transmission case broken in half and the whole underside of the body, um, you know, cavity, the the unibody Mm -hmm. structure or whatever, all damaged and stuff wrapped around the drive shaft. And, And, you know, it says, Customer states the noise just started happening a little while ago or whatever. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no way. You've, this has been causing a horrible vibration for quite some time before it actually failed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, again, I'll, I'll post pictures of this um, on the uh, interwebs. 
But um, yeah, I just that, that's how the customers who neglect their vehicles try to get out of having to pay for them by saying, right. oh, well, it just happened all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's several people you can't lie to in this world. And those are your doctors and your technicians and your dentists, <laughs> you know stop yeah you can but it's not gonna benefit you it's gonna benefit you if you just tell the truth right up front like hey i know i was supposed to bring it in but i didn't it's taking this long you're more likely to get help from the services advisor if you're up front so that their technician doesn't spend this time trying to figure out what's going going after or you know what the root cause of the failure is or you know my god is this just a fluke and a a, a fault in the material or is it because they had a pinion seal leak and ignored it for three years and when it finally wore out of you know drained all of its fluid out the pinion seized in the housing now after replacing the entire differential i mean mm-hmm. just uh, the, those those kinds of things that you have to think about mm-hmm. yeah um, speaking of which mikey i have some bearings i need you to look at in your rear end mm. <laughs> <laughs> phrasing uh, phrasing <laughs> it might be the rear end might be the front um, end. phrasing <laughs> okay. so close so uh it, is, it is time to end our uh special halloween special oh. episode sorry i prematurely ended that episode. no you do you do that a lot you, you got prematurely the rig rolling you got the rig rolling <laughs> rig um, roll never gonna give you never mind what? mike Never he said, he said, rig rolling, yeah. rick roll. I don't know. Seriously, you've never been rick rolled? No, I don't know. Wow. Okay. Guess what's going to happen on Monday? Getting rick rolled. Spam to your phone with rick Oh, yes. Good oh, idea. No. Hey, how many people in this room have your phone number? Every single person. Wait, wait, wait. For those of you listening, we all raised our hands. Oh, yeah. Yes, everyone. Yeah. yeah. I even, um, hi, hi, YouTube. Hi. <laughs> hi youtube um okay so uh i want to uh give a big thanks to our sponsors um uh nick lowridge from hi, nick. tools um thanks Travis for the Ferris gun bag from hit distributing supplying justice brothers products um ray moon from el ranchito taco shop lake elsinore california mm-hmm. delicious tacos and fantastic guac. creamy guacamole mm. giggity you know that i ate some of that guac even though it made me itch like crazy it was oh amazing my god mm-hmm. i saw Did you Jake, put it on the he, taco first no my little chip or something like that right it, it was it was quite a bit on a chip um, and it gave him I jock itch worth it though right <laughs> totally worth it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Should have brought an EpiPen. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at customer underscore states. You can find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash customer states podcast. You can email us at customer states podcast at gmail.com, which just also happens to be our PayPal. Um, When you email us there, tell us, do you want to hashtag sell the bill? Do you want to do the Macarena with us? (laughs) 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 You know, we have people sending us listener mails all the time. Send us voice memos we want to hear you you guys hear us we want to hear you um send us all your Please. carnage pictures send us your scary car stories send us everything we're quite any, all right any spooky if stories you're not sure if we want to see it don't you're worry you're send wrong it anyways. we want to see it <laughs> i filter most of everything out anyway so <laughs> um i want to give a quick shout out to uh, dale follett at twistedbills.com the man behind the uh special yeah. fancy uh, October themed uh, hashtag sell the bell and the parts cannon. Um, I want to shout out Norman Glazier from Stovocore underscore metal works. works. You can find him at Instagram. Uh, He built this lovely man pooping on a toilet. Um, It's a business card holder and it looks great. It's, it's amazing. Um, And I I believe that's about it. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? Thank you. Um, 
Happy hey. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, thank you to our Please special uh, guest girls. Special girls. Yes. Yes. Anastasia, Sam, and also Eric. Thank mm. yes. Thanks, yes. bitches. Thank you, guys. <laughs> this has been a heavily feminine. Yeah, the boys um, are outnumbered today. Sorry, yep. guys. Once Sorry. again, four totally okay two. with that. Wouldn't have it any other way, trust oh. me. Hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see you next week. And as always, love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then... You can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.